Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Rerouting. My name is Ash. And I'm Andy, and today we are going to be talking about setting boundaries, or the lack of our boundaries, and yeah, basically welcome to another one of our therapy sessions. Thank you, thank you. Um, we'll start off with, Ash, do you have any boundaries? I feel Would like... Would you say I, you know your boundaries first? I feel like just uh, in, like to, in general, as a, a human being, I guess... I would want to say that I'm like an independent, strong person, but I feel like I definitely mend my boundaries depending on my situation. So yes, I know my boundaries. Do I follow them? Do I enforce them? Probably not. I would say I'm still learning. I'll be very honest. Mm -hmm. It's a, and I'll probably talk about this more later in the episode, but it's definitely... Mm -hmm. It's a talk between myself about, oh, you know, I'm not a good person if I set some boundaries. I don't have a good relationship with boundaries because I mm -hmm. feel like I'm a bad person for having boundaries in the first place. Mm -hmm. But, bro, after the week I had, I'm like, fuck <laughs> this, you yeah. know. I I need to set some boundaries because y'all are just, y'all are, I just, uh, mm -hmm. I've had a rough week and... You know, you realize, you get to a certain point where you're just like, I can't continue being like this. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'm going to feel like this every single day. Because a lot of times those boundaries are between something you would like to do and something you don't want to do. And I also feel like um, I tend to respond, I guess, to things to have minimal consequences. Because I just, I don't... Um, I don't like to escalate things. I like to keep like the balance. If that oh makes my sense. god, yes. What is that? And it could be. It could just be that I'm just like a very emotional person that doesn't have like a good grasp on her on how I react, or even I just don't like yelling. I don't like arguing. I don't like. I don't even like competition. Yeah. So I think we're. Wherever there's minimal effort that I need to put in, that's where my I feel most comfortable. So in ways, I know my boundaries, but I just tend to keep myself in this little box. But, I mean, boundaries can be in anything. It can be, like, you're talking about work, um, work boundaries or, like, school boundaries, you know. Also, probably 90% of the time, I agree with others because I think mine are invalid and weak. Right? Is that again, like we talked about in a couple... Yeah, I know. <laughs> last therapy session, it's like, we're just not confident and like, we we think we have no value as a person mm -hmm. or we contribute nothing to the conversation. And then oftentimes, I feel like I'm wrong and they're right. Like, yeah, maybe they are smarter. Maybe they, right. they know what's going on and I should follow them because... There, there will be better outcomes if I go with what they said. Right. And for like the simplest things, the simplest things, like I'll count something and it's very obvious I counted five. And then someone will be ask, asking me, so how many were there? And I'll count in front of them so that they know that it's five. And like, the fuck? Like, I know <laughs> it's five. Why Why am I recounting? Because cause maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe there's a chance. Oh, my God. Or like in school, whenever someone would ask, oh, what did you put for this answer? What did you do? And I would tell them what I would do, but then I would be like, but I could be wrong. Like I know. Warning. But don't Call take my word for it. Yeah, like, <laughs> but 
follow it at your own risk. And you could get like a hundred on that and you can see that it was perfect and you'd still be like, mm. yeah. you know, this is how I did it. But like, maybe my logic's wrong. Like maybe the way I'm doing it is correct, but maybe the reasoning is wrong. You know, just like, you know, take everything I say with a grain of salt because I don't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Eh. And it all comes down to like self-worth and self-acceptance, I think. Oh, 100%. And like, if you listen to our other episode, that's... <laughs> clearly a dark cloud in anything i do or say because it really comes down to right boundaries is is knowing your self-worth and telling people i know who i am i know what i contribute and this is you're just taking advantage of me you know this is where i set the line and this is where i'm like we can work on this together but you can't cross this line because once you do Mm -hmm. i feel disrespected i don't feel like you care about my needs blah 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 but at the end of the day I mean, this is just you and I. It's we don't care about our, ourselves enough to be like, you know, uh-huh. don't do this. Thank you. <laughs> and what would you say are some of your boundaries? Okay, okay. I think there are several instances. So romantically, and surprise, any of my family that's listening to this, I've had romantic partners. <laughs> but that's another episode for another time but i will be just a disclaimer all of my partners were aware that i wasn't gonna say that i had partners to my extended family because that my friend is a marriage proposal once you tell your tias your tios that's it (laughs) that's who you're marrying so my parents were aware anyways my partners knew they were okay with it so i think with my partners and this is I don't have much experience with relationships mm-hmm. um so it it's kind of I'm learning as I'm as I'm going along so so there's this one guy that I dated and he was great absolutely great um I think definitely like I said I've been I'm very exper- inexperienced with relationships and he was so nice and very respectful and um we just were different people on different paths and we were just very young and emotional and we couldn't be what the other person needed, I think. Mm-hmm. So that was, I think, my first boundary of like, I can't continue doing this because mm-hmm. I'm not focusing on school. I'm not focusing on this. Like, this is just, you know, it's it's a hard boundary to set to be like, mm-hmm. I can't anymore. Like, this is, I don't know if I'm even saying anything, but... I don't even know if I, it's because I don't want to say anything. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. But it, well, in in ways, it's kind of separating those two bits. Like they're a good person. Oh, exactly. But they're not good for you right now, and that is okay. Exactly, exactly. And again, if that doesn't take away from the fact that this person is good, that doesn't take away from the fact, like. Some people will cross your boundaries with no malicious intent. But at the same time, you have to be honest with yourself and be like, okay, I know you're not doing this to hurt me, but I just, I can't do this, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And then I went out with this other guy (laughs) who, boy, could not respect my boundaries for anything, anything. If I said no, and this trigger warning for... Anyone who's uncomfortable with, you know, um, a gray consensual thing. He could not respect my boundaries. When I would say no, I would feel pressured into continuing. I remember feeling bad about it. 
if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like if he want and dad, please, if you're listening to this, stop listening now. <laughs> if he wanted to have sex and I didn't want to have sex, I would say no. And then he would be like, okay, well then I'm suddenly tired or, you know, I don't hang out anymore. And I'm like, are you what? freaking kidding me? <laughs> That's it. Like I said, I don't want to. And you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm not interested anymore. And I would feel bad about it. And it's weird. I guess the question is, did because it was, um, I guess, in your relationship, did you feel pressure to also give in? Because it was gonna, you felt like you had to do that to keep the relationship going. I guess. Oh yeah, and one hundred percent, and literally. Now that I think back on it, I'm like, why would I want to be in a relationship? Why would I continue to want to be in a relationship where I'm being pressured into doing things in order to keep this person around? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, are my standards so low that I'm just like, am I just so desperate for this relationship to work out? Mm-hmm. That, And for what reason? We hadn't even gone out that long. Yeah. I could have easily just been like, deuces, man. Like, sorry. <laughs> like, I, I really did not want a relationship. I, and I made that very clear. I'm like, I have no issue with this being casual. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can take, it's a learning experience. So I'm not hating on the guy. Um, Honestly, if you were to ask me for help right now, I'd probably help him out. But that's probably it. But that's probably another issue I have. (laughs) Um, Not a bad guy. It's just what I'm talking about here is how I'm willing to compromise my boundaries or bend them and just be disillusioned to the fact like, oh, you know, I'm a tough girl. I'm still setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. But like I had told him I'm okay with being in an open relationship because we're not together. We see each other maybe once a week. Right. It's a long distance thing. You know, you can have sex with whoever guilt free. But he was under the assumption that that meant I could have. Well, he was fine with it, right? He was like, "Yeah, okay, I'm interested." <laughs> but then I'm like, but "That also means I can have sex with whoever I want." He's like, "No." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I gave you the option to cheat on me—not cheat on me, but like be in a in an agreement mm-hmm. that both of us, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be upset if you're with somebody else because I'm saying like, yeah, you know, for agreeing upon that. Anyways, this guy probably cheated on me like a million times. There is honestly no doubt in my mind. <laughs> And I'm like, bro, I gave you the perfect opportunity to do it guilt-free. Uh-huh. You still fucked me over. <laughs> and that's the thing is I see these red flags. Mm-hmm. I know. I honestly, when I found out, I was like, I'm not surprised. I really mm-hmm. am not surprised. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And, okay, last relationship person I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. is, so there's this other guy. <laughs> Look, I like the ladies too, but the ladies don't like me. (laughs) There's this other guy who, um, I told him, I don't want to have sex, right? I identify as asexual and, um, I, I, that could be another episode entirely, but I'm not opposed to having sex. I just, I don't have a good relationship with sex at the moment. So I told him, I don't want to have sex, right? And you know, again, parents, please don't listen. Stop listening at this point. (laughs) Um, so there we are, like, making out on his couch, you know, things are getting a little heated. And then I stop in the middle, I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna have sex with you, right? And he's like, okay, yeah. And then we stopped, and he was so chill about it, he started continue watching our show, and super, like, animated, asking me questions about the show, and I'm like, wait, what? I can say no, and you'll still treat me like a person? <laughs> and it seems like you still want me here? What? Yeah. And again, we've talked about this, Ash. It's like, why... Mm-hmm. Am I so impressed by the bare minimum, the bare minimum of just basic respect of like, wow, he's treating me like a person, respects my right to say no. My God, I'm going to marry this guy. (laughs) 
like our our my standards so low that just that is like wow amazing amazing i feel like oftentimes i think we accept the bare minimum because no one has put pressure on things or people to deliver basic qualities i feel like um so like when somebody does the bare minimum it outshines just what we typically see i think all the bad things we typically see and just one more one more person so i was talking to this guy and um he reminded me very much of the the person that i felt um i was i let i literally threw all my boundaries out the window for right the mm-hmm. one that i felt like you know very pressured into doing things anyways so i was talking to this guy who reminded me so much of that guy we'll mm-hmm. call pressure guy a we'll talk about new guy b anyways b was so like literally they were almost identical and i I understood this uh-huh. and I kept thinking like he interrupted me all the time. He never asked me like, uh-huh. like I understand sometimes you're so excited about what you're saying that mm-hmm. you interrupt people, but he never bothered to ask me again. Like, Hey, what were you going to say <laughs> to the point where I told him, I genuinely feel like what you, you think you, what you have to say is more important than what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And he would just laugh it off. He wouldn't even say, no, that's not it. <laughs> like okay and I still talk to him mm-hmm. and like he would sometimes be in such a mood that he was very short with me and with no explanation why mm-hmm. and I'd still be like yeah you know cool and I'm like what I've been here before and I don't know if this was the universe's way of trying to be like test me and be and be like Let's see if she's grown from that relationship. Uh-huh. Um, flash, I didn't because he was the one who cut things off with me. <laughs> Again, I don't know why I keep letting toxic boys be the one to end it with me. Yeah. I, I wonder, well, I guess the question, do you feel like maybe being put in this situation again was you also trying to see if there's going to be a different outcome? It could be. I don't know. It's just like, this really sick mentality of like I want to be different you know like I want to be the the exception yeah and that could very well be it it's very interesting it's very interesting because again I know and these are more internal boundaries maybe boundaries that I didn't explicitly say out loud Mm -hmm. but it's like you know I should have grown from the past relationship and been like okay I'm not gonna be with someone who treats me like this or who makes me feel this way Mm -hmm. and that's exactly the type of person that B was and I still again let him break things up with me Mm -hmm. it's really wild it's really wild I'm not sure if that's something like treatment I think I deserve or I don't know that's above my pay grade (laughs) I want to know your experiences would you say since you and I both experienced like engineering together would you Mm -hmm. say you set some boundaries up at school Um, especially with our classmates I guess it's I guess to me it's interesting because um I feel like I tend to do things that cause or that allow me to put minimal effort. So I think that's a reason like I don't have many things to say because I feel like I avoided slightly human interaction. Mm. So I didn't have to set boundaries just because the less I had to confront them, the less I had to make them. Mm-hmm. And I me mean, as a person, I just tend to tend to decide things where everything feels comfortable, where everything, where 
I'm slightly neutral, you know, like nothing, not a yes, but not a no. Yes, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I've experienced this, Ash, <laughs> from your end at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I feel like it's quite a bad thing to be neutral. I think I should have things to stand for. But um, discussing these topics have really made me realize that I should... I mean, it's good to be out of your comfort zone. It's good to experience mm-hmm. new things and it's good to know how you would react in different situations, whether good or bad, whether you need to react fast or whether you don't. So um, in terms of school, I don't feel like I had boundaries. It was mostly just to avoid something else. So like avoid giving answers because I don't think they're right. Avoid giving people my grades because... It's just not something to talk about. <laughs> Clearly, mm-hmm. I'm like trying to minimize human interaction just because yeah. um, I get very anxious easily. So the less I had to, I guess, confront um, somebody, whether I had agree with them or not, I would just stand back. <laughs> How about yourself? Um. Honestly, I think in school I did have, I I thought I was like a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. And by that I mean, if somebody was being rude and saying terrible things to me, I'd just be like, all right, anyways, and I would just walk away. Yeah. I I generally don't confront people either Mm -hmm. because you have to be, you know, the type of boys that we were in school with. It's like, I'm not going to put my energy into trying to change your mind. Mm -hmm. You obviously don't respect me as a person. Mm not my job to teach you that you know (laughs) women are human beings anyways it's about boundaries i think like you set for yourself like i'm not going to be treated this way and things like that Mm -hmm. and i think that's why i bring up kind of the boys of engineering because they were obviously super disrespectful Mm -hmm. yeah and (laughs) you just you have to understand that yeah people are gonna absolutely blow through your boundaries but if you literally don't care like give them the time of the day or let it affect you in a way Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like i'm not gonna let this person who doesn't even know me say all these terrible things to me and let it affect me because i know like i'm not threatened by you thank you (laughs) so i think that's what i would say is boundaries um definitely if a professor called me out which is rare i think it's just because i look terrified all the time whenever (laughs) they speak to me (laughs) You know, I don't really have anything to say about, like, um, professor-student boundaries. What would you say, like, you you talked a lot about, like, not wanting to have confrontation so that you wouldn't, you know, I'm not sure if that was your boundary, but um, if you go back in time, would you have done anything different? Um, In, in terms of school, school-wise, no. I feel like I found a group of people who respected me enough. It, mind you, it wasn't a big group and it wasn't many people. It was just, like, a few but that was enough for me to feel oh. satisfied. <laughs> I love it. And then on the other hand, just as a human being, I I should probably just in general just put myself in situations where I can just experience things because I feel like that's my biggest um, regret in general. I mean, I'm acting like I'm 80, <laughs> but I have definitely <laughs> avoided many even even like what some consider coming of age things Mm -hmm. I've avoided because 
I just want to stay very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I'm like kind of, I think you you slightly mentioned this but I don't like arguing or even voices that elevate above the average. Oh my god, I'll cry. Yeah. On site. On site. I don't know if you guys can decipher this but I'm just a very very emotional person that just reacts to whatever she's feeling at the moment. So the the better it's better for me if I just avoid, but it's it's not good for my humanity. Mhm. Um, to avoid these things because I feel like I I don't have many experiences in general just because I avoid it. Mm-hmm. And what's worse about being an emotional person is I it shows. Yeah. <laughs> I I literally today at work was a terrible week, absolutely terrible. Like I got my ass kicked. Um, a lot of people are out due to COVID, unfortunately, and so I'm picking up the work of 10 different people on top of the fact that I already do that. Mm-hmm. And it's just I'm in a company where the culture is, oh, you're not in, you're not staying 12 hours a day. Yeah. You're not an overachiever. We only hire overachievers. Yeah. At least that's the culture I feel in my little workplace. I'm not saying it's the company culture at all. Yeah. Just maybe with a few in- certain individuals. Um that's definitely the vibes I've been receiving is that if I leave early, if I leave at a decent time, it's like, I feel like they're judging me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And there's even this one point of when I wanted to take my vacation that would not roll over into the next year. The <laughs> advice I was given is it's going to look bad. You know, you're you're first year here and you're already taking vacation. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I actually consider I like, damn, you're right. You're right. You know, I shouldn't take my vacation. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And again, this week, and it may not sound like a huge, huge step for a lot of people, but it was huge for me because I'm a yes girl. I will say yes to, oh, you need this done? Okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, you need this done? Okay. Yeah, sure. And so there's this one point where my boss um, had told me, I need you to get this done. And the biggest thing is that there's a lot of projects going on, right? It's, ta- it's all about reprioritizing, this and that. And so I was just getting a little frustrated because it was always asked to me, oh, why aren't these projects done? And I'm like, well, because you keep telling me to do these other things. Mm-hmm. So in this meeting, I was, and again, I was like, oh, I stood up for myself, but nobody like, that was me being aggressive, if that makes sense. He's like, I need you to do this. I'm like, okay, I can. I just need to reprioritize some of my things. And that caught his attention like, hmm, okay, we'll talk, right? And I had this honest conversation with him and I just expressed my frustrations of like, yes, I can do this. But just understand that when you ask me for the status of these other projects, they're going to be delayed. And he was so open about it. Like, And that's the thing is that sometimes we're so fearful of the outcome mm-hmm. when the other person's like, yeah, that makes sense. And then you're like, wait, what? And again, this just comes down to that. I can say no. What? Yeah. I, I think a lot of people try to push boundaries and to see how far they can take you until you feel strong enough to respond. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the effort in general that anyone sh- should put is that you you do need to have boundaries and you should push for them and you should enforce them because people won't care. I feel like sometimes in the workforce, people see you as disposable. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> My coworkers joke like, because I'm like, I hate corporate America. Blah, blah, blah. They're just like, 
uh, I don't know how it comes up organically, but they're like, you know, if you left, they would uh, there would be someone in your desk the next day. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm expendable. Thank you. Yeah. And I've, in general, I feel like that's very much the work culture in America, which is another thing to kind of dissect here. But I f- it's very evident, I think. Likewise, again, just to talk about my terrible week. And did I use this episode as an excuse just to talk about this? Absolutely. So I was put in a position of leadership where would, you know, it's it's this position I wouldn't have gone to for the next two years. Right. I'm just kind of like the engineer who just fixes things on the side. I'm not in charge of really anybody. But um, I was put in that position of having to be the bearer of bad news and saying, delegating and saying, you're going to be doing this, you're going to be doing that. And people were not happy. They were very not happy. And honestly, this was like towards the end of the week where I was just over everything. I was like, I've been doing 20 jobs this week. Y'all, I cannot put up with any of the shit. So I came to the conclusion and I've heard from other people that, you know, some people don't like me because of what I said, like telling them you're going to go here, you're going to go there. And I didn't care. It's so weird. I was like, that's your job. It is. It is. It's that's a whole other conversation that we're having, but it's just the fact that for the first time in my life, I didn't care if people didn't like me. And it was honestly such a liberating thing Mm -hmm. to experience. And maybe I'll regret it in Monday when I'm like calmer, but when I'm not so numb and dead. (laughs) But um, I didn't care. And I think that was an awesome thing. It's And I think that's an important step to setting some boundaries is understanding that it's going to upset some people. Mm -hmm. And I think that honestly is probably the biggest reason why I don't set boundaries in the first place because it's going to upset people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm making progress. And I'm just saying it was a it was a pretty wild feeling. Mm -hmm. I just need to now set boundaries in the fact like um, I shouldn't let people guilt me. And again, this is my feelings, right? I should just not care. But. I should stop feeling guilty about um, only working 10 hours Mm -hmm. because I'm working 60 hours a week. I'm only getting paid for 40. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like you were able to set these boundaries because you were pushed to a limit? Exactly. And that's the sad part. I don't want to have to be pushed to the breaking point to set this boundary. Like I noticed these signs right away. I'd say even on Monday, the first day of the week, I was like, okay, I have a lot. I'm juggling. I need to... You know, mm-hmm. I just I want to get to that point where it's I don't have to be broken to finally be like, no, mm-hmm. this is not working. But yeah. unfortunately, that's that's the biggest thing for a lot of people is you have to reach rock bottom in order to change something. It's one of those things where no, nobody's going to tell me nobody's going to tell me that I can't I shouldn't work 24 hours. If I work 24 hours, I would going to be honest, they'd probably encourage it. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, you stayed so late. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. If you keep waiting for somebody to tell you you're taking on too much, you know, if you're waiting for the validation from someone else, you're going to be in a long, long, you're going to be waiting a long time. Yeah. So I I think definitely after this week, I'm like, nobody's going to tell me to take care of me. Mm -hmm. So I need to be the one that prioritizes myself. It's wild, man. And that's it. That's such a great improve, not improvement, but like that's a great foot forward. I think I don't understand still, or maybe I understand better of why it's so hard for me to say no. I'm a people pleaser, one hundred percent through and through, 
And I, like you said, avoid conver- confrontation. And that may stem from some childhood trauma, whatever. <laughs> but I avoid confrontation. I try to keep the peace. I feel deep down inside me that that's my sole purpose. Like that's the only thing I can contribute is compromising myself and my boundaries for the sake of other people to make sure that they're comfortable, to make sure they're at ease. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really interesting. Um, I remember distinctly, like, there are several, like, I feel guilt. Mm-hmm. I feel guilt for saying, oh, I don't like it when you talk to me this way. So an instant is, um, I was fighting with this person, arguing, right? We were both very emotional, very um, on opposite ends of the spectrum. We both believed very different things. And I felt this person was just berating, like, throwing, just hurling insults my way. And I told them, this is not going to be a productive conversation. We're just using each other as emotional punching bags, like... I'm not going to be a part of this. We can come back and talk once we're both like calm down and we're actually trying to talk about the issue. And then they retort with me like their retort is, um, oh, like you're just going to walk away, blah, blah, blah. You obviously mm-hmm. don't care. And I'm like, mm-hmm. or they'll be like, just because I, I talk about my feelings, you walk away. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not going to flip this on me. <laughs> We, this is not productive. We are just literally throwing insults. We're not addressing the issue. We just want an excuse to be angry. So yeah, I am going to walk away from this. And I'm not sure. It's, it's even when I say it out loud, I'm like, maybe that's not the right approach. <laughs> I'm like, maybe they're right. Maybe I, I'm not like listening to them. Mm-hmm. But to me, you can't have a conversation when... Because sometimes when I'm emotional, I say things I don't mean. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, when you're mad, you say the truth. And I'm like, I don't think that's true at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like at all. I've fought with people where I said, I hate you. And I know that wasn't even true. Mm-hmm. I just hated the situation we were in. So it's interesting. Like I said, I set up these boundaries of I'm not going to let you talk to me like that. And I'm not going to continue having this conversation with you because I'm talking to you in a terrible way. And you don't deserve that for mm-hmm. something so small that just blew up you know mm-hmm. it spiraled and even just saying that and saying no this is not going to happen I felt bad about it and I got convinced to stay and I just let this person yell at me and yell at me and yell at me and I was like yeah okay and at the end I apologized <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> I feel like you're often have been put in the situation where you had to be the bigger person in ways and other person made you feel like you were the problem in yeah. the situation. And I and I believed it too. It wasn't like the engineering boys where they tell me I'm the problem. Like, okay, that's obviously not true anyways. <laughs> it's just like from people that like, at the end of the day, I walk out of that conversation thinking, damn, you're right. You're right. I should fix myself about uh-huh. like, you know. And again, that just comes from not having any boundaries at all. That you will accept any type of behavior. I feel like <sighs> then you've grown in so much since... Then coming to today, this week. Uh, I've grown a lot, yes. But I definitely, if somebody yelled at me and gave me that same response of like, you always walk away just when I'm expressing my emotions. I'm like, damn, you're right. I'm toxic. (laughs) I'm toxic. So yeah, there's definitely improvement. I will be very honest and I'm quite happy about that. But I mean, I agree with you with wanting to maintain peace. I feel like... I always do or say what people want to hear. And again, I it, that just comes down to the fact of 
no confrontation. I'll just tell you what you want to hear, which I think sometimes can be like a, to- a toxic behavior, right? Because uh-huh. like we don't give anybody any honest feedback and uh-huh. like they may have no malicious intent, yeah. right? And they don't know what they're doing is wrong because you're saying it's fine. Yeah. Some of the times. Yeah. Other times people know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they know it's wrong and they just continue doing it. <laughs> yeah. Which again, I think it just, it's about our nature as people. Mm-hmm. And this is something I've been honestly overanalyzing. Um, I don't know what the need is to carry other people's baggage. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to be honest. I give myself like, I'm between, I'm juggling between, am I a nice person who, you know, wants to help somebody out? Or do I just want like people to like me? Mm-hmm. And I'm honestly very terrified that it's the latter because I let people walk all over me and then I'm not even a good person to begin with. (laughs) And I'm with you on this one. I feel like being nice and people pleasing stand really close to each other. Like there's a very thin line. Oh, 100%. Because in, well, for me, in ways being liked is a replacement for being accepted. Mm -hmm. So like for, for me, I just, I don't like arguing. I just, I don't know why. It's just nature, natural to me to not want to argue. I th- I think I tend to react to keep, I guess, neutrality. Not stand with or upset whatever is in front of me. And it's, I think what you said is very important. The, it's There's a thin line between being a nice person and people pleasing. And a lot of people will interpret you not pleasing them. Mm -hmm. as you being a terrible person and i think it's important to say that you can be a nice person and not be a people pleaser Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like you don't have to make everybody happy that doesn't make you a bad person Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. okay andy it doesn't make you a bad person (laughs) and kind of going back to your what's going on in work is like you're doing your job that's your job to tell people what to do so there's no the system keeps running so for people to to I guess have um, a dislike towards you because you have to make those decisions just kind of goes back into that people pleasing being nice and doing what you have to do because Mm -hmm. sometimes I think doing what you have to do doesn't have to make people or you feel good oh yeah 100% like we're we're supposed to be out of our comfort zone when we need to be like obviously there's something shouldn't be pushed too far but in certain situation, boundary breaking is asked for. Like mm-hmm. you have to have that in, a, in order to see progress or see change or results. So, yeah, we talked a lot about how it's very difficult to set boundaries. And it's it all comes down to the fact of wanting to be liked, wanting to be accepted, not wanting to make things more difficult for anybody, mm-hmm. just wanting to live a quiet life. But to be honest, people are going to walk all over you and it's I've always had this mentality of like if I just be really nice you know Mm -hmm. um eventually someone will be like wow I can't treat her like this and it's like you can't keep waiting for somebody to be like hey no you shouldn't be treated this way you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because I know for a fact I'm, I'm just waiting for someone to be like one of my coworkers to tell my boss like hey she has a lot on her plate like that shouldn't be their conversation to have It should be my conversation to have with my boss. And I did. And he was okay with it. And he was like, what? Yeah, that's fine. I'm like, 
wait, what? And when I told him about the vacation, he's like, okay, yeah, take your vacation. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's all these things, these preconceived notions of how the conversation's going to go. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, sometimes it's not going to be that bad. And sometimes it's going to be terrible. And the person's mm-hmm. going to be like, you're a mean, terrible person. How dare you? And at those moments, you got to be like confident with who you are or confident with your decision to not be swayed because oh my god that has been a trend in Mm -hmm. my life of just again compromising my boundaries for the sake of other people and i think that's such a great step forward and i probably saw this on some tweet but as cliche as it sounds i think sometimes we have to make decisions that hurt whether it's Mm -hmm. emotionally or whatever but i think we have to make decisions that make people look at you differently and decisions that establish boundaries that put you in discomfort and upset others. And all of that is totally okay. I agree completely. And I'm like, yes, in theory. <laughs> but in practice, it's so difficult. But it you're, is. you're right. Moving forward, it's just, you gotta sometimes keep telling yourself, keep telling yourself, like, not everyone's going to like me and that's okay. Not everyone's going to like the decision I have to mm-hmm. say and that's okay. And some people will. Mm-hmm. And some people will be super respectful. And some guys will surprise you and be like, wow, you are a person. Even outside <laughs> sex. And you're going to be like, wow, thank you. But you shouldn't be seeking that validation from an, another person. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't. And again, this is just me telling myself these things because mm-hmm. it's wild how I've let it. Again, each experience I have with a person, even if it's a terrible experience, mm-hmm. um, it it you learn something from it. And yeah. honestly, if I hadn't gone through the experiences I've gone through, no matter how um, how much it affected me mm-hmm. or in a, a negative way, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Mm-hmm. And it's super cliche and super. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it but all, it's true. Yeah, it all takes time, and it's. Like you said, it's hard in practice and that's okay too. Like things will take time and it's a lot of self-reflecting and treating yourself kindly as well. Oh yeah, a lot of self-love and that's really what it comes down to. You have to love yourself enough to be like, I deserve better than this or I don't deserve this, you know, I don't deserve this type of behavior. Mm -hmm. And I just... I want to get to the point where I'm not, I don't have to reach my breaking point in order to have that realization. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that, oh, I noticed the red flags right away, but, you know, I had to wait for them to break up with me or <laughs> I I feel like I'm overwhelmed with work, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have time for myself. I, I don't want it to be where I work 70 hours and then I'm like, yeah, you know, something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so I think moving forward, at least for me, I think at work is where I can really practice some boundaries because um, thankfully I am talking to someone very in the romantic relationship that really respects me. And I'm like, well, what? That's kind of (laughs) hot. So people out there with your romantic partner, consent is actually very attractive and respecting (laughs) your partner is like hella attractive. And I'm just like, bro, he could get it. (laughs) And again, dad and mom, I'm very sorry if you have to hear this. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, we'll see you in the next therapy session. (laughs) Have a good one, guys.